guys, I'm Ash. And I'm Pete. We're two friends with a combo of seven kids ranging from toddlers to 20s and two crazy husbands. Our paths were not easy. With childhood battle wounds, divorce, second marriages and all, we somehow found each other. And together we talk real life, laugh, cry, and figure out how to survive the day. Music is by Dustful Champion. To hear Dustful Champion's newest hits, search Dustful Champion on Spotify. Hey guys, it's Ash and P. Hey. And happy swap day. (laughs) Yes. We are back and Priscilla is still dealing with shit. I know. We did our video um, midweek and well, it was obviously the day of um, our episode coming out, but Mm -hmm. we went over the loads that Priscilla has been dealing with. The shit. The shit loads. Yeah, literal loads. So horrible. Um, but it does not appear to have stopped. No. So, and I mean, Danny is going to be two mm-hmm. this year. And or in July, she'll be two. And, you know, I, I remember having a little bit of the same issue with Gigi where she would play with her poop. Like she would get her hands in her diaper. I feel and like it poop. was a few times only but sometimes and this is where when we talk about this today it's like sometimes i think like we forget things we do you know just like women's women their brains forget the bad stuff that happened during labor and birth because otherwise you wouldn't have right kids right right and yeah your brain does forget plus i mean so much happens yeah and our brains can only hold so much so i feel like Maybe I did go through this with Gigi and I just like don't remember how often or but something. I don't, I don't remember know. it being as often. And I feel like I would recall, maybe recall that easier than you because I haven't had a new baby in between. Yeah. And I don't remember it. I don't remember you having this many issues. Well, and it's, it's kind of interesting because I think she's actually, I mean, she's been going to the, she's been going potty on the toilet for a while, but I don't stick with it because I'm not trying to rush it. I rushed it with Gigi and it ended up taking longer. It ended up taking a little bit longer and it's just so stressful. And, and I'm going to be honest, it's a lot of work to take kids to a public bathroom. Ew. Yeah. And like during Gigi's soccer game, it was like, oh gosh, don't you just wish she had like a diaper on yes. instead? Yeah. Instead, you're like, running around the stinking no, field finding or a bathroom. thinking about traveling with the kids. And it's like, yes, you have we've to got pull over. Yeah, pull over for two kids, you know, and they're mm-hmm. little. And so it's like, I'm totally just being a little lazy right now. And yeah, I don't want to potty train her yet fully. She is very young, though. She I mean, young. I know July is just around the corner, but she's but still she is, under but two. But I, I think that this is like, I, I do remember feeling like with, with Georgia, it was like, this is part of that. Like, it's like they're uncomfortable. And so she mm. sticks her hands in there. And you think that's what it is? I think so. Because she knows poop is gross. Oh, she does? Yes. Because when she pooped in the actual toilet, she was like, Ew. Ew. So <laughs> she knows it's gross. Yeah. But so she seemed so pleased with herself when you told me. Like you said, I didn't catch it. I didn't get it at first when you said she just got thrown in the shower. Oh, yeah. And I didn't get it. But then I realized. Well, that's my punishment right now. She that's she hates good. the shower. She hates the shower. Maybe she'll stop playing she with her cries. poop. She cries. And so anytime she touches her poop, I'm like, okay, you have to take a shower. And she's, she wants a bath. Yeah. No, baths yeah. are fun. No. We're not doing a bath. Right. You're, plus, that's gross. Like, I'm Yeah, not, you don't, don't need want, to sit no. in it. And I don't want it sitting in my... No, I don't want it. No. In the no. bathtub. Uh-huh. No. Mm, no. So, um, so I throw you in the shower. Let's go right yep. now. And she hates it, <laughs> but I'm hoping that that, like, but she looked so content with herself. I told her that she needed to stop 
touching her poop and she said no and like smiled. Well, she, she says no. To she everyone. says no to everything, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you just seem so content. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. She's I a stubborn we'll one. Yeah, she is. She's stubborn. She she really is. I mean, Gigi is headstrong. She really is, but I I think that Danny is by far the toughest mm-hmm. kind of all around mm-hmm. all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be the what? most fun. Oh my gosh. Okay. That was super loud. What is in that the world? a bus or what? I have no idea. <laughs> Oh my gosh. The weather's really nice. The windows are open. And apparently, Pete does not live on a street where there's a lot of noise. No, so that's, <laughs> no that's so bizarre. Um, sorry, guys. Um, it must be like a moving maybe? truck because it's beeping while it backs oh, up. I wonder if maybe someone's getting something like delivered, oh, like work done for their house or something. Oh, you possibly. know, everybody's doing like renos, and, renos and like, like yeah. landscaping and all kinds of stuff to their house right now. Yes. I feel like COVID made everyone want to like work on their homes. It did. You know, my old position, um, I did, um, I located electric and gas services. So whenever anyone was digging, I had to go out and mark them. And that was during COVID. That was our biggest, like not our biggest, but that's, that was the most common ticket was, um, yeah, because homeowners wanted their home, yeah. they might as well do something. Right. So right. yeah, they were always working on their houses. Yeah. It was crazy. Okay. So this week I dealt with a lot of poop stories. I have mm-hmm. a lot of, I have a lot of poop stories, <laughs> um, but you did not have to deal with poop, but no. you, you got to see your daughter. I did. We mentioned it a little bit, but it was so nice. So she was supposed to come home on Friday. Friday night, she was supposed to be here before nine. And then she was in Texas and she had called and told Jace how her, there was like just one problem after another, after another, after another. She was sitting on the runway for hours, for hours she was sitting there. Um, poor thing. Yeah, because you guys were supposed to come here for and have yeah, dinner we were on gonna Friday. yeah, we were gonna bring her here to visit with you guys yeah. after she landed. Um, but it ended up her flight ended up getting delayed. Then she was gonna be here at like eleven something. So we're like, well, we'll just have dinner with just you guys, and you know, when she calls, we'll go pick her up. And then she, before she, before we even got over here, she called and she was like, they're making us get off the plane. I'm like, oh my gosh, your flight's getting canceled. Which is terrible because, so how long, how long has she been gone now? So she's been gone since August. So, and you think about like, she's been gone since August. She finally gets to come home. Yeah. And, and then like all that time, all that time yeah. and have all that. I mean, that is yeah, so exhausting. So yeah. Awful. Yeah. Poor thing for her. It's like, she was just tired and fed up for like, for us, I think for myself, I ended up getting more time with her, I think, because we originally were going to take her to her mom's on Saturday. Um, so we would have had her Friday night and then like late Saturday afternoon, we would have taken her to her mom's mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> Sorry about that truck or whatever it is. Yeah, wow. uh, I don't know. But um, then since she came in late, we were like, okay, well, what if instead of taking you home on Saturday, what if I take you home on Sunday because Jace had to fly out Sunday morning? So I'm like, what if I drive you home and you just stay all Saturday? So we got all Saturday with her once um, she landed, which was nice. And then um, I got to spend obviously Sunday driving with her, which was really nice because we got to talk with like the, t- the time difference for her and me working 10 hours a day, our schedules don't really line up. Yeah. Very well. So I, when she first left, I would get to talk to her more because I drove a lot. Mm-hmm. And so 
I was free and able to talk on the phone, but now I'm not. And so like the time difference in my schedule just sucks. So it was really nice because we got to talk a lot, you know, two hours we got yeah. to talk and then we went and um, had lunch with her and Kyla and her mom and um, her mom's baby. So that was nice. Um, and then she got to hang out with, she got to hang out with the other side of the family for a few days. Kyla had, Pretty much the entire time off, actually. That's she, great. Yeah, That's she had the entire time the off. So, yeah, they got like to that. be together. And then Kyla took her to the airport yesterday morning. And then she calls Jace when Jason. So she flew out early. Like, I think she had to be at the airport by 6 um, a.m. And then Jason is landing. He got delayed at his for his situation. He had a rough week, but that was more of his own fault that he got delayed. <laughs> Um, but then she told him she had been sitting on the, uh, runway for two hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I bet she would, I haven't talked to her yet, but I bet she was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be stuck again. Yeah. Because that was the same thing that happened, but yeah. nope, mm. but she got home. So that's good. Well, that's good. And I, I can't wait when we, um, when we progress this and talk about, um, you, I mean, I, I can go as far as talking about teens, but you get to also kind of talk about raising young adults. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and those good, those great times, because you get to be a little bit more, uh, more friends right. with your kids at that yeah. age. Yeah. I was going to say that your relationship yeah. really does change Yeah, when they really start. Obviously it's still the like, You're still the parent. Yeah. You still love them. You still like want these things for them yeah. and you still yeah. desire for different things to happen but in the their life. Role. But it's, I'm not, I'm not attempting to help you make a decision anymore. Right. Because these decisions are now yours. Yeah. So, I yeah. <laughs> well, I um, want to talk today about what we tried to talk about last yes, week. Yes, we're going to stay on topic. Yeah. It will happen last this week. week. We, it really kind of took off on its own. But um, I want to talk about babies. Yes, bringing babies into the mix. Mm -hmm. It is a, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot in so many different ways. It's not, I feel like, you know, and... I'm sure at any age it's kind of this way, but I feel like you don't realize how much it is really going to be like you think, oh, you know, like if you were to talk to someone and be like, oh, having a baby, they just think like, oh, yeah, it's this and that. And they don't realize like the cost that goes into it. Right. Everything, everything. changes. Everything. Um, and I'm sure that's at any age, even if you know, say you had your first one in your thirties, you know, mm -hmm. say you were 35 with your first one. Um, you would probably still assume that you knew and then things obviously are different right. once you have yeah. them. But, um, I think especially when you're younger, you are a little more naive to it. Yes. I could be wrong, but no, I, I absolutely agree. And I think that sometimes like when we are younger and start, I mean, you said that you knew you told Jason, like, I want to have, yeah, I want to have a baby. Yeah, like I, I, I want ready. to get pregnant. You know, I'm you're, you were ready for that. Mm -hmm. But I think that when you're in the moment of the, um, the love, yes. right. You just, yes. you're so there's so much love. It's just coming yes. out of your pores, yes. right? You just absolutely it. you love each you other. You can't help you can't but feel like you hands. need something yes. else. You can't keep your hands off yes. each other. I love you so much. I life need to share good. something else with you. Yeah. Life is good. We're on this track. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, Things whether are you're so good. Whether you're not married yet or you are you just got married and you're yeah. like just all in this love bubble, right? Yes. And it's like, what's the next step? Well, the next Obviously. step is we need to have a baby, yeah. right? Yes. I want to be pregnant. And I yes. want to, you and know, I have all share of something that yeah. big with you. And right? and you're thinking in your head, everyone says like, um, oh, it's, you know, it, it's hard and it's this and that. And you're like, it, okay, I, I can handle yeah. that. Yeah. How though. hard is it? Okay. Yeah. Got a little it. bit of no yeah. sleeping. Yeah. 
I can, I, I can do it. I understand. It's My sister did it at 14. So of course I can handle it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. I mean, she didn't tell me how hard it was, right. but right. Yeah. But it really does. And we'll start with, I got to say like the pregnancy and oh, gosh. the hormones. And Horrific. I'm everything. surprised Jason didn't leave me while I was pregnant, to be honest. Were you super hormonal? Well, I'm crazy as it is. You're kind of emotion, like emotional. Emotional like and crazy. Like, like if you had to live with me, you would probably be, you know, the guys mess around like Jason or Anthony. I just don't know how we do it. But in real life, like, I really feel like that about Jason. Like, I do not know how he really does it because I am a crazy <laughs> person. Um, I'm a lot, you know. Um, and so adding that in, it was like, like there was a time when I was pregnant that I was so annoyed with him that like I was going to sleep and he was out playing his video games, which is annoying anyway, but I was pregnant. I locked that mofo out of our room. (laughs) I made him sleep on the couch. Why are you that crazy? That is it really... I mean, how is it impacting me? It's not. I was just so annoyed with him about it. Yeah. Just crazy stuff like that. Like psycho. I don't, I just look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so young and ridiculous. Like I would never, now I'd be like, yeah, do whatever you want. I'm down to have my bed to myself. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's interesting. Like I look back and think having Tristan so young and then not having the others until like mid thirties, you know, it's like, I'm so different, but it's like, it's good and it's bad. Like, I feel like mentally I was more, um, aware of what I was getting myself into, you know, Mm -hmm. but physically my body was older and, and there is something to that. Like people say, you know, there's kind of like this, like, Oh, you're getting kind of older. And it's like, yeah, and it's harder on your body. And, and even though I'm, I'm way more active yeah. and every, than right. I was. Like when you're I was in very much in shape. When now. I was in my twenties, I was not active. Yeah. Um, yeah. like I shared, I didn't go to high school, so I didn't, I did PE out of a book, you know, right. like that was, you know, I mean, I went to, to senior. my senior year, you know, I went to an <laughs> actual in-person, um, high school, but, um, I was, I did independent studies, so I didn't have that. And I didn't have like, I didn't have sports. I didn't do anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so I was not active and I, you would almost think that it would have been harder on my body, but I don't know. I I think think just being young, your body just, you know, like they always say, if you have a surgery when you're younger, it's so much easier on you. I know, you know, I had my wisdom teeth pulled this last year and the guy was like, how old are you? He's like, this is going to be really difficult because, you know, like basically he was saying, cause I'm old. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not but you old. Were, you were a champ though. Yeah. You did good. Yeah. But I, I feel did. like that's you. Like I plan on for a few years now, I've actually been planning on getting my tonsils out and I haven't done it. And part of the reason I'm scared is because I'm older mm-hmm. and <laughs> I just like, I'm thinking now and I'm like, you need to do this before you hit 40. Like you need to do this before you're your age, really. Yeah. But I just haven't done it. And I know it is going to be more difficult than had I done it in my twenties. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so it is pregnancy different. does a lot. It, it It's it not starts- just a tonsil or a wisdom teeth. It's your whole body. Yeah. Mentally and physically. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like, um, one of the one of the things that I noticed that was interesting about me being pregnant with the girls is because I was so active and I had finally gotten like, you know, I we started we started exercising and being like like healthy living basically mm-hmm. um when we met. So ten like when we started dating, when we started like really dating each other. Yeah. So 10 years ago, we started to like, we started this. Right. And I never went back. Like, like I just always stayed with it, exercising, eating fairly good, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, eating good, whatever. And, and it was hard for me to think about one, it was hard for me to think about having kids and starting all the way over again. 
too, it's like, dang, I'm going to jack up my body. You know what oh, I mean? Like, I can and only I imagine. So hard. Yeah, and, I didn't have that, but I could imagine that would be hard. And three, you know, when you're, I think when you're, when you start to plan to have your family in your late 30s, or your mid or your mid to late thirties, it's like you think about you're so set in your ways already. Yeah. Yeah. And throwing a baby in there is hard. Right. And so your body, I just think like as you get older, it's like it's just kind of harder on your body emotionally. I think that's why a lot of women struggle even with like postpartum and stuff because mm-hmm. and not to say that it doesn't happen in 20 year old girls, because I it does, but yeah. it's just that you are so on this pattern and this routine and oh, you don't yeah. have that once, yeah. once you, st- once you even start just have like pregnancy, you don't, yeah. it starts to kind of ruin, not ruin, that's wrong. Uh, <laughs> kind of ruin your routine. But, you guys ruined everything. But it starts to change your routine. It does. It, it starts yeah. to make you, it's, you're no longer the you, shot caller. No. Mm-mm. No, you're not. I know. I remember the when we had Hayden. So I had a C-section. I for my um, first doctor's visit a week later because you have to go um, much quicker after you have a C-section. So my appointment, my grandma came and she picked me up, and so we're like trying to get ready. And I oh maybe it wasn't that. No, when we did that, it was that was the point when I realized everything has really changed because it's no more. Okay. I have to go jump in the car, right? It's you've got to have the diaper bag ready. You've got to have yourself ready. You have to have the baby ready. It's like every, and then you need to make sure you get the baby in the car, get the diaper bag in the car. You know, it's no longer just everything is so much easier when you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And that was when I first realized like, oh my gosh, I can't just jump in the car and leave anymore. And hopefully you have a partner that can be supportive in however they're, that that may look different for every person, right. but hopefully they're supportive, whether it's that they pack the diaper bag for you while you get yourself mm-hmm. ready or that they're just yeah. holding the baby while you, whatever. Yeah. But I think that that's where, it starts, right? Like yeah. the relationship starts to change because now you have this other person yeah. that needs the both of you. Right. And one of you can't just, I mean, you can do it all, but oh my you gosh, it's a lot. You shouldn't. Yes. And if you are in a healthy and, and, and supportive relationship, then you have that and that's great. And you have to try to figure out how to work through those. And right. And, and I mean, I just think like, I, I look back and think in, I mean, even now it happens, but it's like those little things that would annoy you about your partner. Mm-hmm. They like grow like 75 times oh, for some yeah. reason when you add a kid. Yeah. Like, it's it like, might be sl- like sleep deprivation or just that there's an additional person annoying you with other stuff. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but yeah, it does. Yeah. Like so annoying. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about, um, still about babies, but like the, um, the nursing aspect and the sleep deprivation, like you were talking about, it's like those moments, um, and how, gosh, it's survival. Yeah. You do what you have to, to survive. So We're back. We are. And we are here to talk about nursing. nursing. Yes. So fun. So fun. So much. It's so much. It is. It's a lot. Well, and I I just feel like I, I got to say, I mean, and it starts even with pregnancy 
it starts even, I mean, it starts with everything before that even, but when you're talking about, about babies and being a mom and all of these things, there are so many pressures that I feel like we put on ourselves that I feel like society puts on us. Yeah. We have to live up to all these things, all these things. And I mean, I, I even think that sometimes just sharing our experiences sometimes puts the pressure on the person listening to think like, yeah. oh, well, they did that. Yeah, so, I need to do so it I that need to way. do that. Or, or since they did that, I should be able to do that. Right. And that's not the case. Yes. You know? Yeah. Everybody is so different. Things are so different. My brother, he really, really wanted his wife to nurse. And before she was even pregnant, she was like, I just don't know how I feel. You know, she knows, of course, why people nurse. She just said, I don't know that I'm going to be comfortable doing it. She didn't know, like, personally, is it going to be awkward? Like, am I going to feel comfortable? Yeah. Which she was fine doing it. But then she ended up having, um, what's that called? Mastitis. Yes. Oh, I had had that. that. I had that with Gigi. it was really bad. Really bad. So she ended up, she stopped nursing um, after that. And, you know, my brother was completely okay with it. But going into it, he thought like, oh, this happened. And I don't know if it's because I nursed both of the boys. And that's what, you know, he saw. Um, Not necessarily really saw because he was so uncomfortable around (laughs) me. Like if I was nursing even covered up, he did not want to be near me. But I don't know if it was that or just he felt like that is what is supposed to, you know, like society tells us that's what's supposed to happen. So, so if we even go back to, let's say, well, first of all, I feel like there's even this, this, um, this pressure on having kids, right? right? Yeah. Like of having kids and some people choose not to have kids. That's just not what they want. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not what they want. Some people, you know, struggle. And and that's another, that's another podcast that we really need to get into. But I feel like there's this pressure of getting pregnant Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes like it's right after marriage even. And I remember, I mean, feeling that like everyone feeling like you and Tony are going to have kids. Right. And it's like, well, what if we decided that we, that Tristan was the only kid we were going to have, you know, we might, you know, but there's that pressure. And then there's the pressure once you ha- once you're pregnant that, you know, you can't eat this and you can't do this and you can't do <laughs> that. was a horrible pregnant person. Oh my gosh. And I mean, now there's so many more things and some of it, don't get me wrong. I understand like, obviously as we evolve as right. people and as medicine evolves and yeah. all of these things you learn, like Hey, maybe that wasn't safe. Hey, maybe it's right. not safe maybe to you smoke don't your smoke cigarette drink when you're pregnant. <laughs> when you're, like they used yeah. to do back in the day. It was totally right? fine. Right. But now but, we don't. Right. But at the same time, like if you eat a hot dog when you're pregnant, you're are probably you? going to yeah. be okay. Are you the worst mom ever? You're not the worst mom ever. I worked um, right across from Hot Dog on a Stick when I was pregnant with Hayden. And I'm going to tell you, I ate hot dogs. But back then, well, I don't know if it was a thing. My doctor never told me, and I was not a big it researcher. Wasn't, it wasn't a thing back when we had okay when we had ours, like the first okay. ones. You know, for me, it was when Tristan. It was not a thing with, okay. when I got pregnant with with Jeej, It was like a thing, like you're not supposed to eat any of this, and you're not supposed to eat any of you know these the lunch meat kind of stuff mm-hmm. and. And, and I did pretty good about not yeah. staying away from those things, but, um, I'll tell you that, and maybe this is why my kids are crazy, but, mm-hmm. um, I had caffeine every single day. I yeah. had a coffee every single day. I was not going to be able to survive <laughs> without my <laughs> cup of coffee, yeah. you know, and more so even with, I cut back when I was pregnant, obviously, but I, I still drink it, but. More so even when I was pregnant with Danny. And yeah. Maybe that's why she's crazy. I no, don't know. No, I think but, it's just her, but. But with, I had a, a little one and, right. you know, and then Tristan and. You're pregnant. I was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have coffee. 
it's yeah. going to happen. And so there's all those pressures, you know, that yes. we put on ourselves and that we put out there and it's like, Oh, my doctor told me not to do this and do that. And, da, 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 da. and then, you know, we start to put all of that and that, and that builds and then that builds on, then you yes. come into nursing and then there's that pressure. And mm-hmm. I was blessed enough to be able to nurse yes. with all three of my girls. Um, I didn't nurse as long with Danny, mm-hmm. I feel. You yeah. Know? Um, you went back to work sooner with Danny. I did. Though, I did. Which causes, you know. Yeah. It's, it's harder once you It's go back harder. I mean, I was so crazy with Gigi and, and I I know you remember because I remember you thinking I was nuts but not nuts I just was not as good of a mom as you n- no but see that's what I mean it wasn't even that I was like I had and, and it's fine it was the way I wanted to do it I wanted to have a big milk production for for Gigi like I yeah. wanted to produce so much milk for her right and so I would get up every two hours, whether she slept through the night or not. And if she was sleeping, I would still wake up and I'd get up and I'd pump. Yeah. Every two, two and a half hours I was up pumping. And I mean, it wasn't like, for me, it was okay because I only really, Tristan was 12. She slept through the night. You know, that wasn't (laughs) an issue. And Gigi was a really good night sleeper. Mm-hmm. So while she slept, I would get up and I would nurse. And then I went from like two every two and a half hours or so of pumping to like maybe only getting up twice in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, and then pumping. And then, you know, I never pumped bed. in the middle of the night with either of the boys. With Hayden, I had a massive amount of milk. I produced so much. And like, even after I stopped nursing him, it carried him a couple of months. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I never nursed at night. I am far too lazy to do that. You know, I love my sleep. It, it was, uh, it was enough of a like interruption of my sleep to wake up and nurse them. You know, yeah. I was not going to get up and go do something aside from that. Well, and see, I was, I was really good about it with Gigi and I, it was really important to me. And, and, and I think it was almost, I mean, for me with ha- having Gigi, it was kind of like having your first all over again because yeah, it had been it's so, long. so long and I'm glad I was able to do it. And she, she never had to have any formula. She right. went, she went straight into regular milk. she by the time I stopped nursing, I had such a big, um, Supply. Like supply. Or, uh, yeah. I had stock. banked. Yeah. I had a, a, a deep freezer full of milk that I just, that's what I went through. Um, and it was awesome. But with Danny, yeah. it was different. Mm-hmm. It was different. It was harder. And it was, I was more exhausted. And yeah. um, I, I can't even remember. I think I probably nursed and Gigi used to bite me. Yeah. Gosh, I remember that because she uh, got teeth when she was like three months old. That two and a half months, her teeth came in. Yeah, and they never stopped. It wasn't like she just got two teeth or one tooth and then that was it. No, she got a mouthful. She yeah. had a grill of teeth before she was even one. Yeah, my boys, they did not get oh, a single tooth me. until after they were one. So I was good oh, on nursing. Man, <laughs> Danny was a little bit more normal in getting her teeth. Yeah, in, but. But I just was so tired and I mean, I, I basically did a half and half bottle, Mm -hmm. you know, of milk and formula after maybe the first six, six months or eight months or something. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, by close to her first year birthday, I was like completely done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is fine. But a lot of people, I know a lot of people feel like guilt or they feel ashamed. They feel judged. They feel so much about that. Yes. And it was like, I, nursing was very, very important to me. And to be quite honest, I'm not quite sure why, like, I don't know why it was such a big deal to me. Um, I really loved it. Mm -hmm. It was something that I loved doing. Um, the reason I stopped nursing with Hayden was I got pregnant and I started to miscarry and the doctor told me, you need to stop nursing. Like you have to stop nursing. And so I did, I didn't want to, I cried about it and I was so upset. Um, 
after the fact, it probably ended up working out better that way just because of the emotions that you go through with the miscarriage. But it was, I absolutely loved it. Like I went beyond a year with Jackson because I just loved it. You know, Um, it was, I think, and I don't know, maybe it's because I'm not a great housemaker. (laughs) You know, I don't, I don't do all of these great things to keep our house up or (laughs) to take care of our family. And that's the one thing that I could do, Right. you know? So I don't know if it was that or what it was. That could be. And I think that has a lot to do with it too. I think for me, my personality is I know the the millions of things that need to be done mm-hmm. right in the house. The, the bathrooms need to be cleaned. Dinner needs to be made. Laundry yeah. needs to be folded. Laundry needs to be washed. Um, you know, I've got this and this and this and this, and I've got doctor's appointments and I've got this that yeah. need to be done. And, and my mind was like so overwhelmed and to sit there on the couch and nurse was really hard for me. Some, some moments, obviously there are those moments that I had that I think like you're, you're saying you had where it's like, I mean, there's no like that bond, right? Like it's a very special bond that you have with your children when you can sit there with them and, and you are able to do that. But I think that you have to do what's right for you and you have to know your limitations. Yes. And it's okay to not nurse. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's the fact that you just can't supply the milk, the milk supply isn't there. Right. Or that you like it's not physically or mentally where you yeah. need to be. You yeah. Know? Exactly. And because sometimes it ends up being, you know, there there could be things going on with you where, you know, maybe psychologically you need to do other things for mm-hmm. yourself yeah. because to get through those first, you know, months, sometimes, sometimes you need to do other things. Like yeah. when I had Jackson, I think, I think I had postpartum, my psychi, my psychologist, they didn't prescribe medicine. So I think they were psychologists mm-hmm. thought that it was just my anxiety, like really, really like high level bad. Um, but I called his doctor and I said, you know, is it okay if I get back on my medication? And she said, I would rather you stop nursing him than be on the medication and nurse him. So it was like, it's one of those things where, you know, if that's the option for me, I was able to, okay, I just need to chill out. I'm going to therapy, like whatever, get through it that way. I was able to do it. That's not always the case. I mean, there have been times in my life where getting by without medication is not something I could do, you know? So it's like, if you have those situations where it's not possible, like you said, you're not producing or mentally you can't physically, I mean, it is exhausting to produce food for another person on top of produce energy for yourself. yourself. You know, it is a lot. So sometimes that's just not an option. And especially when you have other little ones. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And it is okay. I mean, whatever you have to do for you and your family is okay. You're doing the best that you can and you're making the best decision for you and your family. And whatever it is, that's okay. And it's nobody else's business. It's not for anybody else to judge. It's not for anybody else to say you're doing something wrong or you should have done something because the way you do it is the way that it should be done. Right. In my opinion. No, it's true. I mean, we just, we, we were just having this conversation, um, this week with one of our friends about who's about to deliver. And it's like, do you know, do you, do you, you, she's, she's about to have her baby and she's like coming up to her due date. She's never carried this long. This is not her first baby. And it's like, do I schedule, you know, my doctor's saying schedule, you know, Induction. induction. And, you know, the pressure of, do I just let my body go natural or do I not? And right. At what point is it a risk? And I mean, there's all of these things. Yeah. But it's like, you have to make the decision that's right for you yes. and your baby and your family. And right. that's it. Because what's right for person A is not always right for no. person B. No. And some people say, I don't, I didn't take anything. I had them all natural. And I, 
<laughs> what do I say? You it's say all you, fucking yeah. natural. Okay. When a baby's coming out, whether they're being taken out of your stomach or coming out of your vagina, the baby's coming out and it's natural. It's fucking natural. Yeah. You've got Creating another person. human coming out of your body. Yeah. I don't However care if, come out. if it comes out of your nostril. Okay. It's yeah. all pretty fucking natural yeah. what's happening right now. Yeah. You know? So don't put those pressures right. on yourself and, right. and be, and, and I will say as women, we have to be conscious of like when we speak to others, to others, yeah. that it's like your journey may not be the journey of someone right. else. And that's right. that you got to understand that that's okay. And it is so good to express that to people, you know, like, well, this is what I did, but everybody's different. Yeah, everybody's like, different. it's good to say, to let someone know that what I do is not, it's not the right way. No. It's just the way I did it. Right. There are so many different ways. So many different paths get you to the end point and whichever path you have to take. And, I, right. and the most important is that you and baby are healthy and happy. Yeah. That's it. However you do it. However you and do they're it. going to be like, if you feel like, well, I need to do this because they can't be on formula. They're going to be okay. They're going to so be okay. So many dang babies are on formula. Yeah. They're perfectly Can, fine. Does anyone know I was if a I was a, baby? a formula or breastfed baby? No. 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 You don't walk around with a name badge that says I was fed formula. Yeah. Or, I, or they're yeah, lo I looking at me going, oh. You were a titty sucker. Yeah. Yeah. You look like <laughs> a big old titty sucker. <laughs> I'm going to say like, they're not going to say like, oh, you know, you're, 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 you're sickly. So you must right. have been a you formula must, baby. Right. You know, right. I mean, yeah. nobody knows that. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like I say about when you go into labor, like you don't get a badge of honor if right. you take, if you deliver without any drugs. Right. Yeah. Okay? If you don't get an epidural, it's not like there's a special badge that you no. get to wear for the rest we of your life. We don't get a prize. No. You delivered probably your more painful, yeah. but you don't get a prize. Yeah, and so it's okay. Don't feel that you have to. And I mean, I remember feeling that with with my kids. I'm sure of yeah. like, you know, well, you're strong. You don't need to. And and right. every every birth is so different. Every all three, I would say, Georgia and Tristan were the most similar. Mm -hmm. You know, in in deliveries. Danny was totally different. You know, you should have known. I should have known. Should have just that her back the, up in there. Yes, that <laughs> was the key. But, um, but you know, we put this pressure on ourselves, and and I think that yeah. without meaning to, sometimes when we vocalize it, we put it out into the universe. And mm -hmm. and I will just say, like, if no one else tells you this, and you're thinking about this, or you're about to go through this, or whatever, just remember, like your journey is your journey yes. and it's okay to make the decisions that are right for you and your yes. family. Nobody's going to have the same, the same journey regardless. No. You no. could both do natural, no drugs, no nothing. And you will both have completely separate experiences yeah. and yeah. everything's going to be different. Yeah. Nobody is the same, even birth to birth. It's not the same. No, you know, so it's, there's no sense in, and I know it's hard because, you know, pressure is pressure and we, we do deal with it a lot, but there's no sense in putting pressure on yourself. Like, I feel like just give it up, give it all up, just give it all up because there's nothing you can't control. It. I mean, I went into labor with Hayden. I was in labor for a very long time, ended up having a C-section. There's nothing. He was stuck in my hip. There was nothing I could have done right. to have him any other way. Yeah. I wasn't going to do it. So whether I had walked for another two days mm -hmm. or whatever I decided to do, that he wasn't coming out any other way. Yeah, so, it didn't matter if you gave birth in a in a bathtub. bathtub. Yeah, or they would have shipped me off in an ambulance <laughs> right. to the hospital because the right. kid wasn't going to come out. Right. You know, so it's like, it, it really doesn't matter because some things are just beyond your control. And some of the things that you can control, it's okay. You do what is right for you. Yeah. What's right for you. What's right for your baby. And a lot of times what's right for you is what's right for your baby because it's going to keep you the most sane Absolutely. and make you feel the most comfortable. And that's yeah. when your babies are going to be the best when yeah. you're sane, when you're comfortable. And that's a thing that I think, and that plays into you and even in your relationship and in your marriage or your, or your relationship with your significant other is keeping yourself as a mom, um, especially a new mom, um, 
of good mental health because yeah. we, we like, we do a, oh, I'm doing okay. Like yes. I'm feeling your body is feeling okay and right. you're going through the motions and stuff. But, yeah. but sometimes like the mental part mm-hmm. and it's okay to take a step back and yes. like, especially because you're so tired. Oh my gosh. Like I look back and I'm like, I don't understand because I'm not a person that functions with little sleep. And I don't know. I look back and I remember the fog I was in Yeah. and I don't understand how I was able to function and really live through it. Yeah. So you really I do will... be, be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Yes. Stop judging yourself. Mm-hmm. Give two shits if someone else judges you. Yeah. Because just be nice to yourself. You're doing a good job. Yeah. You're doing great. It's okay. You made a person. You made a person. Yeah. You're surviving. They're surviving. Yeah. If um, your kid's breathing at the end of the day, you're like, yeah. you've done a dang good yeah. job. And when you have multiples and yeah. it's not even your first, you've got kids. If you've got kids running around and this is like what I always think of like, it doesn't matter if they survive off of goldfish crackers because you've Whatever. been nursing all day and you can barely hold it together until your husband comes home. Who they cares? Survived. They survived. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they survived. They'll and survive that's a day or two on goldfish. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's fine. If you're getting something. Yeah. You give them a pouch. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Sometimes, and sometimes there sometimes are those days and that's okay. It's okay. Don't be hard on yourself because no. of it. And we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. We are way harder on ourselves than anyone else is. Yes. You might think like, oh my goodness, they're judging me because of this. Yeah. But you're no. judging yourself yeah. so much more than anyone yeah. else will. And who cares? who cares? Who cares what they think? And In take a, a time matter. out and take a time out for you and take a time out with yes. you and your husband. And I you say have this, to have that. It's really hard. And if you don't have the support from from relatives and, and close friends or something. I understand it's really hard, but you have to like learn to relinquish sometimes. Mm-hmm. And as mothers and as women, as it's women, hard. period, I think we, we don't do that. Right. And we want to hold it all in. And yeah. I'm one of those, like I can keep going, just keep piling it on me. Right. Yeah. Just keep piling it. I'm strong. I got this. I can right. carry, I can carry everyone. I can carry me and everyone else. Right. Yeah. And you keep piling and you keep piling and, that's if that's the way you are, that's okay. But you need to take yes. a time out sometimes. At some point you have to. You have to. And if you, you want to, to be able out, to keep going, you need to take a break. To. And you need to take a time out for you and you need to take a time out with you and your spouse. Yes. Because it's a lot for them too. Yeah, it is. It is a lot. And it's so important that you and your partner have like you still have to have each other because eventually I know people hear this all the time. Eventually those kids are going to move out Yes, and they're going to leave. And that's why it's so important that you are one good with your person Mm -hmm. that you're with before you have kids. You need to know that you're good being alone with that person long-term, not just like, yeah, we can spend a few days. Like we can spend a whole vacation together, not driving ourselves crazy. It's true. You know, it's, it's interesting. I always would say that I put my kids first, mm-hmm. right? I've al- I would always say that I put my kids first. I put my kids first before my husband. And yes, I do in the sense of like, I do put, I mean, my taking kids, care of, them. yes, my yes. kids needs are more, you know, they're, they're more, he can feed himself. He, they can, can. he can take care of yes. himself. My kids can't. You know, not yet, but, but I look at it now and think, I understand when they say though, like your husband, your kids leave you one yes. day, one day your kids are going to get up and they're yeah. going to move on. And I mean, you hope, right. If you do right. your job good yes. and, and they learn and they yes. make the right decisions because you can only do so much and they got to make the right decisions. And right. You hope that they, they take off one day and they, mm-hmm. They figure life out, whatever yeah. that journey may be. But your husband is your person. Right. So you got to make sure that you love that person mm-hmm. before kids, after during kids, kids, during kids. Yeah. Yeah. It is so important. And I'm sure we'll have a podcast about it because it will have to happen. But it is 
So in that relationship between you and your partner is so important. And a lot of times kids coming in the mix can overshadow it. And at first it doesn't seem like anything no. because you understand because your kids are little and you have this baby and, and you have so much love, like this person is made from you and your spouse or partner or whatever. And so you just love them and there's so much love, but it's easy to get lost and yeah. you can't do it because there's no way to last if you get lost. Yeah. You can't stay lost forever. Right. Because once the kids are gone, you're done. Yeah. There's no way to do it. Yeah. You don't want to look at the other person and go, <laughs> who yeah. are you? Yeah. Like, who are you? About you? <laughs> I don't know because over the last know. 18 years, I've just been raising these children and I've not been paying any attention to you. Right. So do I even still like you? I don't know. Right. You know, yeah. so you can't get lost in it. And it's so important that you make that time. Yeah. It really is. Well, we are already out of time. Yes. I know that I could quick. tell. Yeah. That went quick. But um I I I want to keep talking about this and kind of go into a few more um yeah. more segments on it and uh talk about um uh, toddlers as well. Mm -hmm. Because you have the baby aspect, which is the loss That's, of sleep. Yes. And the beginning, the like beginning. getting your footing. And all of that. Yes. But then there's the long term. Yeah. I'm really maybe going crazy now because yeah. I've been because sleep deprived they're... for a long time and they're crazy now. Yeah. And they're getting out of their bed and they're playing yeah. with their shit. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, you guys. If you wouldn't mind, if you've not already, if you could rate our podcast, we would really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Real Ash and P. And keep an eye out for some of our fun videos. We're about to do a TikTok here in a minute. So the things you make me do. I know. I know. I'm always like, I'm up for it. If, P if people do it, I'm up for it. So, <laughs> and she's pretty good about it. I'm up for it because I always look like a clown. Really? Well, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be the one that's going to catch you in something though. I feel like no, I'm not I'm acrobatic. A lot bigger than you. I don't. Okay, we'll do we'll do one thing where you catch me, but for the most part, I need to be like the base. Like, you know, in cheer, <laughs> there's the base girls. Those are the bigger, like beefier. Yeah, I'm a base. <laughs> I'm a base. <laughs> so thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in. Have a great week. Thanks for swapping with us. Segment music by Callie Grace. For more of Callie Grace's hits, follow Callie Grace on iTunes and Spotify today.